Bojo, beat again. Uh, welcome to another edition of the Mononicon podcast with your host Joshua Faulkner and I'm Sam Navarre. It is a briskly chilly Thursday, January 20th, 2022 here. We're going to be talking with citizen Potawatomi Charles Scott about um, being Potawatomi, about uh, learning Potawatomi, some of the steps one can take to uh, begin their journey into learning about the cultural aspects of our people, and a few other topics that are pertinent to us at this time. So uh, we really do appreciate everybody showing up to listen. This conversation was going when we started recording, so we're just going to uh, jump right into it uh, without any introductions, and I hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you later. How are you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. How are you guys doing? I'm all right. I'm okay. We're kind of rusty, and sometimes that helps us out, and sometimes it doesn't. But uh, um, right. in and I don't know if you have any. We were talking about. Uh, we were talking earlier. Josh and I were, and we don't really know uh, how much we want to do about current events, or if we do. So, they play it by ear. I'm not in my my little room here. And uh, um, yeah, I'm I'm down with current events. I'm down with uh, tribal politics. Okay, you know, I, I can talk, I can talk Potawatomi stuff all day. I never get tired of that. Awesome. So, okay. I mean, I, I signed up for that leadership class that we have going on. Yeah. And that's going to be a great thing. I met three wonderful young people that just about brought me to tears. It was a, it's, it's a way cool program. I think, I think we've got some, it changed my outlook. <laughs> okay. I, I used to think that we were going to have this big, power vacuum, you know, because we have a lot of leaders that are a little bit older and, uh, there's some young people that if they, if they'll get in there and speak up a little bit, I think our tribe will be in good hands. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think it's, I think we're kind of at a point of, uh, of passing the torch and, uh, I know everybody wants to do everything in the right way and I don't see, politically doing it getting us the results that we want um but if there's kids coming up that have uh you know that have this passion and they have goals i think that you know we it's best for us to set ourselves up in a way to uh you know if not give them the reins at least build them a wagon you know, so they have their own reins, and we can say, "Yeah, we set them up there right. that way." And right. you know, uh, the, the the thing that I that I seen when I when I talk to these three young people, they're all all women, you know, younger women. Um, they just need to be put on the path. They've yeah. got ideas, you know, that, that and they've got a vision, and they're problem solving type people. So, but. 
the biggest thing that they, they relayed was, I don't know. Some of us have talked about that, you know, we don't have a manual that tells you how to be Potawatomi. Of course. And, and, and that's what they want is they want to get on this path. Yeah. And, uh, that's kind of what I think maybe that's some of us older guys and, and women. That's kind of our job is get them on the path and then see where it takes them. Just walk with them. Let them walk with us for a little while. I think so. that's right. Um, well, I, I, I kind of like I kind of like what we're already talking about, and so I think we should just keep going with it. Um, uh, I, I one of the questions, one of what would you what would you think that would be a good way to start them out on that path? Like, uh, you know, say you've got some young people that come to the tribe, and they have. Uh, 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 well, input, suggestions, critiques, but they want to get involved. What do you think? Uh, what do you think right. the first step should be? The The first step is, uh, sign up for some classes. If you're, you know, if you're in Oklahoma and you can get to that heritage center and take some, uh, some classes, okay. uh, sign up for some language classes, uh, you know, it, it's really that the way that I was got involved with our tribe. I watched our tribe for the last 15 years through through the newspaper and in these Facebook groups. And that, that there's a reoccurring theme that's just over and over and over is is how do I be Potawatomi? How do you know getting a name? You know, going yeah. through that process of being named. And I know there's controversy with it. You know, some people fill out a form and they get a name and, you know, some people want the chairman to name them and, you know, but you, you need to be named. You need to start to learn your language, uh, start to use your language. You know, even if you're just saying simple yeah. things like wetch or, or a how. Sure. Know, start, just start any, anything to start getting it into your vocabulary. Getting then that way it'll start right. creeping into your mind. Um, I think I think the I think the best way I'll just interject my opinion. Um, I think the best thing for these young people to do is when they show up, is if we had um, pretty much just have a sweat for them, you know. Uh, and I don't know right. if they're right. still doing that up there. Do you ever go to any of Bert's? You go sweat, Charles. Uh, Bert lives a half okay, a mile. Okay, okay. All right. So, so I'm sure he's. I'm, I'm out here. I've, I've met him. I've talked to him. He's a good guy. Uh, I know Chris and Robert. You know they they sweat quite a bit. I'm not a big yeah. sweat. I'm not a big sweat. Okay. I, okay. Uh, I, I say a prayer every morning. I say a prayer every evening. I lay tobacco down twice a day. Uh, I, I learned a simple prayer in our language, and I say that every day. And that's kind of. When, when I went to, when I decided to get involved with our tribe, uh, we had a, a legislator that I'd met, I don't know, 15 years ago named Paul Smetelkoffer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met him at a gun range. I didn't know who he was. And we talked probably for five years and I didn't know who he was, you know, but he's always been involved with the tribe in one he, way or another. He is. 
he does. He does. He stays involved. He knows what's going on. Um, even yeah, he, he does. Even, and uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that even back whenever I was there, um, which has been fifteen or so years ago, Paul was he was always involved. Um, uh, like he, whenever they would have a little like a, a cultural council or something, you know, we would have those every now and then to decide mm-hmm. what the interest was right. in language and what the you know should right. we do immersion classes or should we do you know uh, like classroom style classes. Paul would right. always volunteer and come up there and be kind of on those committees, and and I always appreciated that about Paul. Uh, <clears throat> you could tell that. Uh, you know, he, he had he had a little bit of you know he was invested in it. He uh, he wanted to see that come through and right. I'm sorry I cut you right. off there. So what, no no you you're fine. So what he did one day I told him he, he said he said do you know who I am and I said no you're just Paul Smetalkoffer I don't know. He's like well do you see my tag over there? And I looked at his tag and he had a CPN tag and I'm like oh you're CPN. And he's like yeah. I'm like, no, so I don't know who you are. And he's like, eh. and like two more years went by. So now I'm seven years into knowing Paul. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, Paul, like, I mean, I got his number. I text him all the time. I see him all the time. And uh, I'm like, Paul, I mean, I it's time. I said, you know, I've, I've went to college. I've made, you know, made my, my living. I'm retired now. I retired really young. And uh, so I said, it's time I get involved with the tribe. What do I need to do? And uh, he said, well, you know, you can come down to the Heritage Center. And he said, uh, I'll let you meet some people. And I told him, okay. And uh, I asked him if he would name me, thinking that I would get a name next week. And uh, funny story, Paul <laughs> Paul said everything starts with, with SEMA, with tobacco. tobacco. And uh, I'm like, well, where do I get this tobacco? And I seen him like two days later and he hands me this little pill bottle and it's full of these little bitty seeds. Okay. I'm like, what? Is <laughs> and he's like, well, if you, if you want me to name you, he said, if nobody in your family's been can name you, he said, I'll name you. But he said, you're going to have to to step up to the plate and learn some culture. And uh, he said, everything starts with tobacco. So he said, when you grow your tobacco, he said, when you get enough, he said, you offer me some tobacco and we'll just go from there. And I said, all right, cool. So I planted, got with Kaya and I planted my tobacco. And it turns out that I grew grass, not tobacco. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But anyway, Paul started yeah. me down there drumming. I drummed with uh, with Robert and Chris, Chris Farr, uh, and Robert, Justin, of course, Paul, uh, uh, Jason Hawk, drummed yeah. with him. And, uh, that's where that's the first time I'd heard the language spoken in any real way. You know, when Ju- okay. Justin said a prayer, once, Robert said a prayer once. So I started drumming and drumming, you sing and you start singing songs in a language. Mm-hmm. And so that was just kind of the start of that. And then it just built from there. Paul said, Hey, you know, you need to, you know, we're taking a moxin class. Let's go build some moxins, make some moxins. So I said, okay. Went down there and met with Leslie and, uh, she helped us make some moccasins, do some other stuff, uh, lots of bead work that, that I do all the time. Yeah. So that, that was how my path started. And I think if, and, if people would get in there and learn a prayer, say the language, get involved, 
drum, sweat, do some bead work. You know, you just walk along that path and you'll meet different yeah, people, that, steer you different ways. That's a good outline. That's a good outline of the steps that somebody, you know, like that these young people that show up that that they could right. take a lot of times um uh whenever whenever I started there was in 2005 and yep that's when, that's when I retired and moved to Oklahoma okay and where where were you before that well I, I was raised down around Oakmogee and okay. I left Oklahoma in September of 1984 joined the military and came back to Oklahoma uh in 2005 so I was gone that whole time Okay. Lived in Pennsylvania, lived all over the world, all over the United States. And you were in the Navy? Were you I was in the Army and the Navy. Army and the Navy, okay. Yeah, yeah you get to see the world that way. Uh. And, I've, and I've been all over. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it, it's, it's weird to say it. You know, I, I remember when we, did, when we didn't have the Internet, you know, when, uh-huh. it, when it started to come up. Uh, all we had was that, that newspaper, the Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. I, I followed the elections. I followed all the news, anything that I could get my hands on. It was all through that paper. Right. I understand. I, and and it, today we have so much access to everything. Yeah, we do. Uh, we have a lot of uh, access to it. Um and of course, like I've I've said before, like it, there's there's like the three pillars of the things that hold uh, where we're at together. And there's like the chairman, mm-hmm. the employees, and the narrative. And right. then with the all, with all the access right. to the information, and of course Facebook, it's it's broadened the narrative. And, uh, and that has kind of, you know, I think that I don't, I don't think we're out of balance too much, but, uh, it does, you know, that, that narrative affects the way that, that, you know, that, that what, because when I showed up, I showed up trying to learn more about my culture and my people. That's what I wanted to do. And, uh, and so I just decided, well, I'll, you know, I'll work for the tribe in the meantime, that'll help me meet people. And, uh, the first person that I gravitated to was Bert Paltaw. And, and of course he had those sweats, Bert's Kiowa. And, and I had been among Kiowa people before I went over to the Potawatomi's. And so it kind of, it, it, it made sense, but it also kind of skewed things for me because, uh, I would meet people at, he would have a weekly sweat every Friday night and I would, I would always go out there and occasionally I would meet other Potawatomi's out there. Zach Morris was out there at the time. He's Potawatomi. He's enrolled Sack and Fox now, but he is Potawatomi. And then Norman Kiker, both of those two fellas would show up out there and and they had a, they both had really good influences on me and, and the way that I would see things even if it was always a little political um, because uh, Zach, he, he kind of had things from uh, uh, like a modern native cultural perspective. And Norman Mm -hmm. had, uh, you know, Potawatomi specific. 
he was he was a he was a bursaw and he'd done a lot of right. research into that. He was a chaplain for a while, but uh, I think they're both they, they were both influential on me, and so right. I think they're they're good people to start with. But it sounds like your path with the tribe was pretty smooth. Um, a lot of times when people show up, they don't just show up wanting to learn. They show up with either a change they want to make or um, agenda. Yeah, right. They, they the have and so yeah, they, they do. I, I, one of the things, you know, the more people get to know me, I don't, I don't have this, this big ego that has to be satisfied. I, I typically see problems and issues from both sides. I, I try, I mean, I put a lot of effort into looking at the other side's view of things. Okay. And then I kind of make up my own mind with a little of both. And it, it's, uh, you know, back, back to what you was talking about, you know, with Bert and some of these other people, I, I tend to uh, take the path that says, you know, I, I appreciate the, the Kiowa aspect of, of a sweat. Uh, I appreciate people that, that, you know, I grew up around the creeks down around Okmulgee. I appreciate how they, their worldview is, but I only want to know the Potawatomi view. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I like to learn, you know, I like to drum with other people, other tribes, yeah. but I want to, I want to sing my songs. I don't want to sing that. songs. And, and I, it just, I'm greedy. I, I, I'm all ego, man. So I want to learn everybody's songs, but that doesn't mean I think everybody should have to. Right. Um, and, and, and so like, I think right. that, and of course that's, that's, that's just me. I don't think everybody should have to learn. I look for similarities and that's kind of one of the reasons I, I like a lot of it, but whenever there wasn't anything to really choose from, because I could ask, uh, I could ask those questions. Well, that was one of the things that got me into Shawnee and to start working for the tribe was when I was around the Kiowa people. They kept saying, you know, you're learning our songs. Can you teach us any Potawatomi songs? And so I was like, no, I sure can't. Right. And so when I went to the Potawatomis and, of course, I'd right. go to Sweats and there would be songs sang in there. And I would always talk to the people that sang the songs after the sweat, you know, and ask them about it. And, uh and I'd, I'd ask, right. well, do you know any Potawatomi songs? And no, huh? Done. And it was probably two years from when I started yep. before I ever heard a Potawatomi song. And I right. think that was from Don Perot. And, uh, and so there were just, right. there were just a lot of, uh, there was a lot of room, a lot of room to grow at that point, but it was like we had a field and nobody had any seeds. And, uh, and so to see it now, it's it is different right, right. because that, a lot of times, a lot of the when I worked there, we had uh, a group of PLPs would come through every year, and of course that's our intern program, and uh, they would, right, right, uh, a few of them would always, uh, you know, a handful from each group would have some genuine interest in working for the Potawatomis in the future. And so as they would come back, you know, because they would go through the program when they mm-hmm. were 18 and then they would go to college and then they would come back after they had finished college. And invariably they would want to start at the tribe working right. in something that 
that was in their degree field and they would have all these ideas that they learned at college. And, you know, right. if any of our listeners have ever worked for anybody, you know that they don't care. <laughs> you know, they don't want that. They want you to do it the way they do it. And uh, and so right. that was always right. kind of a, a rough thing right. to watch the PLPs come back. And they would it wasn't it wasn't bully, but there was they they wanted to do what they wanted to do. And uh, and a lot of times if they would have had right. somebody if, if, you know, if, they're, they're, if we would have had somebody like you hanging around at that time, because we also didn't have community members that lived there that were willing right. to show up and, and work. But I think Norman Kiker would have. Right. But he felt like he was banished from the facilities, like that he, he wasn't right. welcome up there. And I, that's a really. Right. right. It's, it's, it's it a is. fine line, Sam. You know, it really is. You want know, to you want to do things. Uh, one of one of the things that 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 really chapped me, that that upsets me, that that worries me, um, and I'm going to use drumming as an example. Every year we have festival. Every year we hire somebody to drum for us. You know, uh-huh. We do have we do have people that come in and drum. You know, the Potawatomis. You know, we do have our own drum group. Right. Kinda. But we have, you know, we pay other tribes to come in and drum for us. That, no, that, that, that's my ass. So I says to myself, hey, why don't, you know, we got this drum group. Why don't we just focus on that and we'll drum? You know, the, the heartbeat of our tribe is the drum. You know, the drum is our heartbeat. So look, let's bring this along. Let's nurture this. And uh, I think, you know, like you said, you got here in 2005. Justin got here around 2005. Uh, how do we how do we tell the chairman that we want a drum? We don't want somebody else to come. There's nobody to take that up up the chain of command. Yeah. And me me being in the military, I love the chain of command, but it works up and down. It doesn't just work one way. Right. And you right. know, I maybe we don't have. I think when we hire directors. And we hire people in the tribe, they need to have a job. So they don't want to upset the boss. Mm. You know, if they have an idea, they don't want to upset the boss. And I don't have a job. So I'm not afraid of losing my job. I'm not afraid of anything. Right. I, I, I just need that chance to, to tell somebody higher up the chain that, hey, give me a little, give me a little, uh, give me a chance. Let me see if I can round up five or six guys or 10 or 12 guys. And uh, let me see if we can drum. And if we, if we can, then we can have the chairman come over and look at us and, and hear us. And if we can pull this off for a weekend festival, then we don't have to, we don't have to pay anybody. You're right. And I think, I think the chairman would buy off on that. Yeah. So um, we'll finish this episode next week with Charles Scott. And I've been in deep reflection lately. And oh, Perry was 
just passed away is my uncle and me and him were basically the same except one thing he always finished everything he started and I kind of stop start something new stop start nothing new and and now we're just going to finish stuff so and uh during you know I was telling Sam during the last few weeks we kept having a new listener every day like uh someone's listening to our podcast that was my uncle Perry he was just chilling in the hospital listening to our podcast while he was planking probably in order just to help clear his mind clear boredom out and uh I regret that we never got an episode with him because he wanted to be on here so bad and we just I just never followed through so we're gonna follow through and grow the podcast and that's just what this is um we'll come back next week for Charles Scott big watch for listening